walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's a Bill King show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Charlotte, North Carolina. We'll talk some college football with him. Might talk a little Super Bowl. Yeah, rumor has it that I watched the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to see if I can confirm that rumor from Sunday. Yeah, I watched it. I consumed the Super Bowl. Actually, it was a good game. As much as I'm a pro college high school guy, meaning I'm a college fan, high school fan, aficionado first and foremost. I got to admit, the Super Bowl was very entertaining. I got to admit. Doesn't mean I'm going to be a pro football fan. No, that's not changing, but yeah. We'll talk to Buck in about 15. Later hour to Gator Dave checks in down from Jacksonville and uh, Griff, Mike Griffith, uh, Remember now, it's not Griffin, it's Griffith. Mike Griffith in hour three in Athens, Georgia. That's the agenda. 615-844-5600 on Twitter, at Bill is King. And you can email the show, BillIsKing7 at gmail.com. Did you see the news? Did you see the news? I'm not shocked. Notre Dame <laughs> is searching for an offensive coordinator. Tommy Rees uh, left, not today's new news, for Alabama. I don't blame him. Heck of a career decision for him. Yeah. Nikki came calling. There's a good opportunity there. Maybe Tommy Rees fast tracks this to being a head coach at some point. But but let's let's divert a little bit here. Notre Dame brings in a very accomplished offensive coordinator. Winds him, dines him, does all the things you're supposed to do. Andy Ludwig, who is Coach Kyle Whittingham's offensive coordinator at Utah for the Utes. And uh, 
offers him the job, apparently, allegedly, reportedly, Notre Dame is not going to get him because they don't want to pay his buyout. The buyout is reportedly $2.8 million. Now, Notre Dame's got lots of resources, lots of money. That means Marcus Freeman brings in a coach. They know what the payout is. They know what the buyout is, runs it up the totem pole, and is rejected by his superiors, which is absolutely humiliating. I mean, that is indefensible that you won't write a check to the tune of $2.8 million. Now, again, in that world, that ain't no money, okay? That's not any money in that world. He would have been a very good hire for Notre Dame. That would have been a very good addition. Got to find an offensive line coach, too. Now, Here's a problem Notre Dame's got among among the problems they have. Number one, they are considered, and this is not the reputation you want, as much as I don't like name, image, likeness, and what that has become, which it's a huge farce. It's a huge lie. But regardless of all of that, you do not want to have the reputation as a school that is not competitive in the world of name, image, likeness. And, yes, I'm aware that this topic about Andy Ludwig is not about name, image, likeness. I'm getting to that. But you don't want to have a reputation where your enemies can use it against you that you're not competitive in name, image, likeness because your snobby, snooty, woke administration won't help you, and or now you have a reputation of being cheap because you won't pay the buyout that is the offensive coordinators that you have targeted and that you want. You do not need in this environment a reputation that says you're cheap because you're snobby, white, Ivory Tower administration doesn't want to cooperate. Where's Jack Swarbrick in all of this? I'd like to know. If I am Marcus Freeman, I am steaming right now. Now, Marcus Freeman is a very classy dude. It's not his demeanor to stomp around and be mad and be Mr. Angry Guy, right? I get it. No, I get it. And and it's a very uh, esteemed way that he goes about handling his business. But behind the scenes, there's got to be some come-to-Jesus meetings here. You would think. There's got to be. Irish Bill down on the Emerald Coast. Love Irish football, have since I was five. I turned 60 on the 25th of this month, February. Last time the Irish won a natty, I was 24. Today the Irish 
wouldn't pay a buyout for Andy Ludwig. Starting to think Notre Dame doesn't want an Addy as much as they lead us to believe. It's a shame, Bill. It is. It is. You think, let me just ask you this. Who are the teams, if you get into the playoffs, and again, a year from now, in 24, there's going to be 12 teams. But right now, who are the teams you're going to have to beat to win a national championship? Right now, who is the bully in the room that you have to point out and whoop to win a national championship? Georgia would be one. Ohio State, Alabama would be one. Michigan, Michigan's in that group right now. Yeah. Do you think any of those schools right now would have a problem stroking a check? you think Alabama's higher-ups, their AD, their administration would tell Nick, uh, we're not going to pay $2.8 million to get this guy? Or you think they'd tell Kirby Smart that? Or, or Ryan Day or Harbaugh? You think? Or Dabo Sweeney? Or Brian Kelly? Do do you think that would be a problem right now? You, you think that they would tell Josh Heupel, we don't have, we're not, we've got the money, we're just not going to spend it. That is absolutely humiliating. That that news right there. It is absolutely humiliating. Patton, do you have the clip with Tom and Myrtle Beach about Notre Dame being the prom tease? Yeah, g- grab that. Let me know when you get it. Yeah, it's it's appropriate for the morning for the morning, for the moment and the morning. Josh in Picktown. I don't I don't like the way that flows. Josh in London flows better than Josh in Picktown, even though it flows okay. I just don't like it as much. Says, Bill, I've got a pour of Eagle Rare listening to you this morning. No better way to start the day. Josh in Picktown, Eagle Rare is, is so good, so perfect, so smooth. And for the price point, might be, I, I think it might be the best for the price point. Okay, just to buttress what I've been communicating about the Fighting Irish and their cheapness, here is a perfect audio drop metaphor for the moment we're in right now. Hit it. I just feel like Notre Dame's that uh, prom date that doesn't put out on prom night. You know, they, they, they tend to tease you all year long, get you to take you to prom, and then don't do nothing, just like in big bowl games, BCS games, playoff games. Notre Dame's good all season long until it gets to the big show. That's pretty appropriate right now. The prom date metaphor there. (laughs) And it's right. I mean, boy, go out and sell this story to recruits. Yeah, Good, good luck. Good luck. On that one, Eric in Indy, 
embarrassed to be an Irish fan today. Ridiculous, Bill. I agree. Time in Myrtle Beach. Bill, Notre Dame teases their fans during the playing portion and non-playing portion. Prom date, Bill. Prom date. Yes. That's why we just – you reminded me to play that. When I saw your tweet, it said, I better play this. Allen in Tampa. Bill, I'm in the transfer portal. Actually, he's in Miami. Going from excavator, which – he is a expert excavator digger to Big Ten Commissioner. No, no. Alan, that job's not for you. That job is not your type. Plus, you would have to take a cut and pay. Big Ten Commissioner pays a lot of money. It doesn't pay enough to get Allen in Tampa to Chicago. If you know Allen in Tampa, that ain't no money. Big Ten Commissioner money. No. Yeah, so Notre Dame, according to Sammy here, is the new Peabody. (laughs) Peabody North in South Bend. All right. We'll take the first break. Yeah, they make they make me do all these breaks. Why is that? Why do they do that? Anyways, Buck coming up. Obby Nashville Hotel. Happy Tuesday. Cheap, very cheap. What happens to your decision making when you drink? Well, after one drink you feel confident. A few more. And calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Welcome to Smashville, home of the biggest hits in hockey and the loudest parties on Broadway. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Thursday, February 16th as your Nashville Predators take on the Boston Bruins. And don't miss Saturday, February 18th against the Florida Panthers. You do not want to miss these games. Purchase your tickets today at NashvillePredators.com tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com tickets. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go Preds! I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. 
It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The players make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll get it. Penn? Yeah, they'll make it and probably get bounced. I don't the think they're going to. Yeah, oh, I don't they, think they're going to. Oh, they'll make it but lose. I feel pretty. that these well, people have. Go ahead there, rah-rah guy. Are they going to win the Stanley Cup, Greg? No, they're not. Okay. You know, so what, okay. what, what, what are these things? Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. If it's the P5, the G5, or a neutral site game in Council Bluffs, the Bill King Show has it covered. tight end all the way up through the NFL and uh, the play at the end or towards the end, the holding call, Buck, your thoughts on that moment? It was holding, Bill. Uh, it was. Yeah, I I, uh, I hated it for Bradbury, but he even came out and said he held. Now, Correct. was it an egregious holding? No. Was it one of the worst you're going to see? No. But I said this earlier in the game with the folks I was watching the game. There were a couple of officials that were locked in to making some calls, and a few of them were even chirping with the players. And I'm like, man, get out of the way. Uh, get out of the way. I don't want to see you as an official show up in the Super Bowl or any big-time game. And I've got some guys that are officials, and I've known them a long time, and we talk about that. Don't make yourself a part of the game. Not that that call was a part of the game, because it was. But it's just the overarching theme of are you going to be, are you going to be in the game and just be there? Or are you going to be seen? And um, unfortunately for the Eagles, that was a holding call. And I mean, I think their folks attested to it. Man, we missed some call. Look, Philadelphia got away with Lane Johnson was offside. I mean, he that kickstart that he has, he has been doing that all year. But officials can't get it because he's so quick. Uh, it's just little things in the game you can see if you watch the game that that wasn't the reason they lost, but it sure did help seal the deal for them. Buck, I got to tell you, not an original thought, but it bears revisiting what Jalen Hurts is compared to what I thought he was is yes. remarkable. Bill, I, I say this all the time. I was cheering for Philly just because of Jalen. I, I know his dad indirectly through a lot of guys. He's from Channel View, Texas, right outside of Houston. Um, I I love the kid. Uh, the, the reason why is because of what he went through with Alabama. And Nick Saban doesn't give a whole lot of platitudes, right? Nick ain't the one to be, uh, you know, the guy was great. But I have heard him over and over, even after Jalen transferred, because 
he went to Nick and they talked through it. And Nick went through the council with his family and said, hey, here's where you need to go. He was the one that said, go to Oklahoma because you're going to be playing with guys that are as talented as what you're going to play with at the next level. And you're going to learn how to throw the football. And he knew from his time in the NFL to now back in college, as good as Jalen was with his legs, he had to get better with his arm. There were some throws that won the Goddard on the sideline, the one that they called that they called an incompletion to uh, Slim Reaper, that throw. There, I mean, he Pat Mahomes said it after the game. He said, "Hey, don't let it, don't let it, don't get it twisted." Basically, in my my estimation of what Pat Mahomes said, Jalen had a heck of a game, and he showed that he deserved to be there. And I like the fact that now he has shown the maturity to play at such a high level and understands the game and can beat you with his legs like he did on that touchdown and then that, I mean, that two-point conversion when he had to run through people. And then also just the ability to show what he needs to do when he needs to run. The big thing for Philly was their defensive line couldn't get to Mahomes, and that played itself out. And late in the game, I love how Andy Reid, and let's give Eric Bieniemy a lot of credit, but boomerang motion where you come in and then you go out they were going across the formation earlier. But Philly would always bump because they were so worried about the, the jet sweep and some of the other things that they would bump that off. Or they were worried about, remember Kelsey when he scored on that seven route earlier with, with that little, we call it in motion, but it was just a real short motion. Then he goes up the field and scores. They ran the same play on both of those touchdowns. One to Kadarius Tony, and then the other one to Sky Moore. And they were wide open because they didn't adjust. Philly didn't adjust, but uh, clearly <laughs> those guys at Kansas City, that offensive staff did a hell of a job late in the game. But you to answer what? your question, that... a long-winded fashion, Jalen Hurts has really, he's really turned out to be a great player. When I was watching the motion sequence you're talking about, it reminded me Sark did the same thing in the national championship game for Alabama with Smitty. And Ohio State, Smitty was running in – of course, it's it's Smitty, so he's running in green grass no matter what, right? But they they <laughs> could never check him in the flats back in 2020 in that game. The reason I call it boomerang, we did a little bit of that because we were trying to figure out when I was with the hot shots. Right. We, we ran motion where you would go across the formation with the receiver, then you would run – and then have him come in hard and then bounce back out or go behind the line of scrimmage because then you can identify, are they bumping coverage, meaning are safety's going to bump over, are they going to roll coverage, is somebody going to run with them? When you see that person run with them and then there's, the numbers get skewed because it, they get right to where the receiver is and they say, okay, boom, I'm coming back out. And I saw it the first time. I'm like, okay, they're going to adjust to that. And then I said, but – if they don't, they get in the red zone again. They're gonna score the same way. Guys gonna run Scott free, and Sky Moore was right there. And you're right. The the thing I love about their staff is they don't mind. And the enemy talked about this before with the Philly special. Uh, or, I mean, when at KC when they ran something from 1940, they'll figure out something that works and go to it when they need it. And it's a wrinkle you haven't seen maybe in a few weeks or you just haven't seen it because you've seen all their film, but then they come with something that is a little bit different and it just blows you away. You're like, wow. 
I mean, Travis Kelsey, some of those corner routes that he catches. Travis Kelsey is given the ability, man, to just kind of freelance and run option route every damn time, and I love it. And I wish I played in the offense like that, where I could just run like I did at UCLA, where I could run option routes, because I'd beat you every time. You have no defense against it. And me and the quarterback develop a relationship. He knows where I'm going, and I'm going to get wide open. Charles R. Buckle with us. Buck, I don't know if you've seen the story. You, I, you probably did. Marcus Freeman is searching for an offensive coordinator. He brings in Andy Ludwig from Utah, which would be a good hire. Wines and dines him. They go to hockey game. It's on Twitter. He is offered the job, I think probably wants the job, and then Notre Dame tells Marcus Freeman we're not going to pay the buyout, which is $2.8 million. How embarrassing is that if you're Marcus Freeman? Was that for Leftwich or? No, no, Andy Ludwig at Utah. Oh, okay, okay. Is that why they ended up with Leftwich or? No, no, they don't don't have a coordinator. So I thought it was a done deal with Leftwich. That's why I'm shocked. And I just haven't paid attention to it the last couple of weeks. So they wouldn't buy, they wouldn't pay the 2.8 million buyout at Notre Dame. At Notre Dame, that's got more resources than there's dirt. Hey, like in dead presidents, they got money to burn. Right. Man, are you kidding me? And Andy yeah. Lovewood is a great play caller. I'm, I am shocked. Yeah, Bill, I um, I just assumed I, I kind of left that one alone after I thought, okay, well, Lovewood is coming back. But then they had a chance at Andy Ludwig and didn't yeah. hire him for, two, for $3 million? Correct. What? Okay, well, yeah, there's there's something going on at Notre Dame. <laughs> yes, which that is and, crazy, Buck. You know, I mean, Marcus Freeman's not a hothead, so you probably won't see a whole lot publicly about it. But behind the scenes, I'm having a come to Jesus meeting. Well, I would be too for him, man, because you're right. He is so mild mannered and just pretty laid back. But you lose Tommy Reese, who you know I thought was really good for them. And now you, you can't get Byron Leftwich or you don't, whatever. That doesn't work out. And you can't pay Andy Ludwig, who's one of the hot names. So then what it forces you to do, Bill, is it takes you to third or fourth choice who is going to be somebody that, yeah, maybe they'll work out, but they won't be as creative and imaginative as Marcus Freeman's trying to get. You know, the defensive play caller, he understands which offenses give him problems. And for them not to – yeah, I'm – yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go look at that one this week because I just – I took it for granted and I've been so focused on the Super Bowl. But, yeah, it, it just it just makes sense, though, that he's going to really have to go and fight the hill. And meaning if you have a player that might not be, you know, that may be on the bubble that is a smart guy but, you know, didn't, didn't participate well because this is what Notre Dame does also for academics – if you don't really do well in your senior year, and I can't remember, I remember being recruited by him and they telling us his story. You've, you've got to really show all the way through your senior year, your grades can't really drop off. So say you make a C in one of you know your core classes in your senior year, they could kind of turn away from you. And Notre Dame has been known to do that. Not just Notre Dame, but Stanford, some of the other schools that have high academic standards. Well, man, imagine as a senior, you're recruited by everybody in the country, and you you kind of you you pull off the brakes, and you're you're a good student. It's not that you you've struggled all 
through school. You've done all, well on all your core classes, and I'm exaggerating this, so Notre Dame fans don't get upset, but y'all know it's true. But then if you take your, your foot off the gas a little bit and you don't score as well, they can say, well, he didn't do well. The academic folks would look at that and say, well, he, you know, he didn't perform well in a core class senior year. How's he going to do here? Which I think is asinine because I'm going to get to school and you've got all the resources. And if I'm a good student or have a good base, I'll figure the thing out. My tutors will help me figure this out, and I'll get through that. But you lose sometimes on some of these kids that are really, really good players and they're good students, but you knock them or you ding them with that. And that three point, that three million dollar deal is just, <laughs> I'm, just yeah. I'm blown away by it. I, I hope he can figure that out because it's going to be a tough sled for him if he's not able to get a good, strong offensive coordinator at Notre Dame. Aliquippa Bob from Pittsburgh, living now down in Florida. Ask Buck what happened to Philadelphia's passing game in the second half. Uh, Kansas City got a little bit better. Uh, Kansas City made them one-dimensional. Think about those linebackers in Bolton in particular, how they played the run and took away that, that three-headed run combination for Philly, and they, they were able to expose them and made them a one-dimensional team. And remember this. Kansas City had the ball longer. Philly is designed to play from ahead, not from behind. And I think that, to me, was the other thing. I don't even look at Philly's pass game. I look at their pass rush game. Having 70 sacks on the year or something like that, the third most ever in NFL history, not one time did they get to Mahomes to sack him. If they did, it was a it was a fluke. So, to me, the pass rush ability of that front four could not get to them, and they started dialing up pressure, and that allowed Kansas City to find holes. And remember that big, long run by Mahomes, Pacheco. You know, there were some things that happened. They put, they put Philly in conflict on defense, and they really exposed them in the second half. Got about two minutes here, Buck. Husker Ron, can- big Nebraska fan up in Ohio, says, I'm hearing the Big Ten may go to pods with Nebraska, Southern Cal, UCLA, and Minnesota in the West Pod. He asks, why not keep two divisions by adding Southern Cal and UCLA to the West and moving Purdue to the East? I don't think, Buck, anybody, SEC included, is going to have divisions here in a couple of years. I agree with you. I don't think – I think divisions have gone away. And the pods are going to work, or I can still see – until UCLA and USC comes over them, looking at other schools, i.e. Washington, Oregon, Stanford, you know, whichever combination you want to do, I think Washington should be involved in that. But it's, it's interesting, the division piece is gone. I don't think we're going to see that anymore. I would see Pod, the way he just described it, and I've seen multiple ways that they've looked at this, but that Pod system makes more sense if you don't add another couple of additional schools like uh, to the west western region, so for me, I think you know the, the folks in the the Big Big Ten are, are loving the opportunity to be able to travel out west. Uh, you'll see matchups that we haven't seen generally, except early in the year, like we used to play Michigan and we played Tennessee early in our season. You'll see a lot more of that with the Big Ten schools coming out west, and then USC getting to play Ohio State. I mean, it's just going to be really interesting to watch that. For me, I'm, I'm selfishly liking it because I can now fly to Mar- you know Maryland and see UCLA or Rutgers and see them play 
rather than having to go all the way across the country or go up and see him play at Ohio State, which I've, I've seen once, but I'd love to see that again. So um, I'm selfish for it that I like that it's happening, but I want to see a couple more teams added for the Western school's sake and also for the Big Ten school's sake. Buck, we're out of time, and I didn't even get to ask you about Texas and OU coming a year early to the SEC. Got all the way through here and didn't even get there. We'll do it next week, man. Good. It's good talking to you. And hopefully, if Notre Dame calls me, I'll take it for 2.7 since they won't say (laughs) 2.8. Yeah, Bill, you coming with me, too. You're going to be my analyst now. I'll I'll be there, man. (laughs) See you, man. Charles R. Buckle. With us every Tuesday. Buck is an absolute just charm. He is so good. And (laughs) the Notre Dame time. I mean, folks, we, we, I don't like to get preachy here, but it's just, it's comical. It's. If, if you're that Notre Dame, man, you, you think you're pointed in the right direction and then somebody in an ivory tower just throws you right back down on the dirt. All right, we'll take a break. Gator Dave coming up. A little later, hour two, Griff, hour three. Happy Tuesday, Omni Nashville Hotel. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee, tax-refund-advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later? That's worth its weight in gold. 
Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarlane Show. It's Darren. It's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A show that's genuine, it's real, it's fun, it's passionate. We welcome your phone calls, and we mean it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. King is the king of college football and his sample size is large. Just ask him. Before I get the call here, Brandon down, I believe he's down in Louisiana, says, Bill, you think the Notre Dame news is the reason Brian Kelly left? That's an interesting question. It's it's it would be an item. It's not the only reason. Brian Kelly felt like he had gone as far as he could go. And he had known that for a while. He'd had undefeated seasons, regular seasons. He'd gotten to the BCS championship game. He got to the playoff. He couldn't go any further. And I would say that's the reason I would say the news yesterday would be part of the irritation that is trying to be the head coach at Notre Dame. Now, Pete Thamel's the one reporting this. And Pete is as good an info dude as there is. He's a corona bro, yeah, but he's a very good info dude. It's okay to identify him as a guy I don't like at Corona Bro, but he's a very good info dude. It's okay to compliment him at the same time. But, yeah, that 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 hitting your head against the wall would be a reason for Brian Kelly. And then, look, Brian Kelly was making – it's private school, so it's not public info, but probably seven, eight million, eight million. But LSU offered a hundred million, meaning contract wise. That was attractive too. Now again, I don't I don't know that Brian Kelly left just because of the money. I think he left because of the opportunity. Here's another reason. That he feels like LSU presents him. He feels like at LSU he can go and look any bully in the eye on the beach and say, yes, I'll fight you here, and it's going to be a fair fight. At Notre Dame, he knew it wouldn't be a fair fight once you got to that point. 
So it's a myriad of things, but yeah, I would say yesterday's news is symbolic of why, but but not the sole reason. No. Yeah, not not the sole reason. If I am Marcus Freeman, we are having me and Jack Swarbrick. Now again, Jack Swarbrick is among the very top figures in all of college sports. He's right at the top. We're having a come-to-Jesus meeting. If indeed I need $2.8 million to get the buyout done for Andy Ludwig and it's rejected, we're having a serious, speaking of the grotto at Notre Dame, we're having a meeting in the grotto and we're having a come-to-Jesus meeting. And, again, have you ever seen Marcus Freeman heated? I haven't. Now, again, I'm not up there, but but Marcus Freeman is a very cool dude, right? It might be time to get heated. <laughs> Aliquippa Bob, welcome in, sir. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hey, I, I caught this uh, Notre Dame story late. I, I missed the first, you know, segment of the show. Hey, Bill, I got a contrarian viewpoint on this. I'm just curious. Do you think Notre Dame is just saying, you know what, we're taking the high road here. We're done with this interfering with other people's contracts. A man's under contract. Someone's got to take a stand against this cesspool in college football. Because Notre Dame's kind of that way, Bill. they kind of like, hey, we're Notre Dame. You're going to do the academics, on and on and on. I mean, you think that's possible if that's what they're doing here? Well, it might be, but let me ask you a question. Why have Marcus Freeman bring him in and wide him and dine him if ultimately you don't want to do what's necessary? Why Why even go on the first date? Yeah, I, I could see your point, Bill. Sometimes, you know, you, you think you're going to – I don't know. I, I, I see your point. I just – it doesn't make sense to me because with all the money flying around – Right now, two point eight million, like like Buck kind of referred to, seems like chump change. And I, I agree with him. There's got to be something else there. I'm just, I mean, this guy doesn't have any skeletons in his closet. He seems like a clean guy. And and Notre Dame is Notre Dame, Bill. They're they're the prom date Tom keeps talking about, you know. So uh, yes, I, I just got to wonder if behind the scenes. Notre Dame just saying we've had enough of this. Well, you're right. There's there's more to the story than we are aware of, I'm sure. I, I I don't I don't know where the missing pieces of the puzzle are yet, but yes, there, there's probably more to it than this. I mean, heck, a few years ago, remember Rick Barnes, regular season Rick up in Tennessee, said I'd be the UCLA coach if it wasn't for the buyout, and uh, of course he's been making five, six, seven million bucks a year his whole life. Yeah, you know, that that could possibly be. Let me ask you, Bill, who do you think uh, Marcus Freeman goes to now? Because no if he idea. goes to somebody, maybe a, <laughs> no idea. Have to go to somebody for, with a very small buyout, who's out there with that, Bill? Some at GA. I'd, I'd go get a GA at Georgia. Somebody under Todd <laughs> Monken. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill. I'll talk to you later. See you, man. Have a good day. Yep. Yeah, I'll Bob. Good people. Josh in Picktown sipping on a little Eagle Rare this morning. 
I say that because he said, Bill, listening to the show, got a little pour of Eagle Rare going. Bill, I heard Ann Moeller is on the campus at South Bend. Oh. Uh, what's the buyout? I probably shouldn't ask that because Josh will probably have an answer that I cannot air. Yeah, and technically, I'm not trying to be mean, but Ann Moeller's not married anymore, right? And I'm again. God rest his soul. But it's true. I mean, it's 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 very true. Gator Dave later hour two. Omni Nashville Hotel. Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could. 
because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. The arena of ideas is now open for your telephonic interactions. 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. True. Here's another rumor. Alabama basketball, which have you been watching? Have you been checking this out? Are you aware? Alabama basketball, for the first time in about 20 years, is ranked number one in the nation. Now, let me let me repeat this. Alabama basketball. Now, I'm not trying to be unusually mean here. Alabama historically has had some very good basketball teams. So I'm not trying to act like, okay, can you believe it? Alabama basketball, which has never done a thing, is now ranked number one. They've had some fantastic teams. I can take you back to the 70s. Names like T.R. Dunn. Reggie the Mule King, Leon Douglas. I can take you back a couple of years later. Enos Watley, Bobby Lee Hurt, Coke Machine, Bobby Lee Hurt. You better know your history if you know what I mean by that. But millions of basketball stars there. Mark Gottfried, Terry Connor. Jim Farmer, who lives here, first-round draft pick, Dallas Mavericks. I mean, a million big names and and stars there. But that's a hellacious-looking basketball team. I watched the Alabama-Auburn game on Saturday and because I was thinking about betting it in-game. I was playing around. I was bored. I'd watched enough this old house on PBS. Weather wasn't good enough to be outside and piddling in the yard or anything. So I was watching it. Alabama, what a impressive basketball team. Alabama right now is what Kentucky ought to look like in basketball. They are. I mean, and Kentucky is embarrassingly bad to watch. This Alabama team is good enough to win a natty. Now, they've never been to the Final Four, so I'm not predicting anything. I'm just saying they've got talent. They score from almost every position. 
We were talking. Who was it we had on? I don't remember which coach, former coach, that we had on. But he was telling us that on average, a college basketball team, and I'm, I'm talking about a, you know, a P5, a, a well-known program, will have about 2.5 out of their five players, 2.5 scoring threats. I mean big scoring threats. Obviously, any of them could score, but I'm talking about you better watch out. And, and many of them less than that, right? Many, many less than that, about 2.5. Alabama has four, it seems like. And their best player, who wasn't the top scorer in the Auburn game, is a true freshman from right here in the 615, the Miller kid, who is, and I'd heard about him the whole way. I had no idea he was that level of, he's a top five draft pick as a freshman. Only thing he's not, he's 6'8", but he's not real physical. And I don't know if that body type, I don't know if he'll ever be that. But dude is remarkably gifted. Yeah, they're ranked number one. Here's another note. Are you aware that Friday college baseball gets started? Just saying. Johnny Vegas, Bill. Bama baseball is ranked number 20 coming up here. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did not know that. Kendall Rogers. Now, this is from yesterday. LSU baseball right-handed pitcher Grant Taylor, projected weekend starter, and the number 15 prospect in the 23 draft class will miss the 23 season because of a UCL injury. Says LSU clearly has depth, but Taylor had an incredible fall. I did not know this. Yeah, I did not know that. Now they have Paul Skeens. They're going to be okay, but losing arms – Tell you what, Tony Valls is going to have, remember, his starters are back from a year ago. And that was the best pitching staff in college baseball a year ago. Now, the entire batting order has to be replaced, which there's talent there, but... Gator David, about 20 minutes. Yeah. Get down to Jacksonville, check in with him. Maybe Gator David's got 2.8 million he can lend to Jacksonville. I mean, he's a Gator fan. Why would he lend it to Notre Dame? I don't know. I'm just just thinking. Josh says the buyout for Ed Moeller was a meal in the bar tab at the Excalibur Steakhouse. That's where her husband, Gary, got in all that trouble. Yeah, God rest his soul. Look, that's what happened. Now we're too coming up. Happy Tuesday, y'all. Unless your mark is free. It ain't so happy. It's a Tuesday.